Welcome to Gardening with Daddy P. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. I hope each and every one of you has had a great week here in the Piedmont. Looks like we're over with the rain, and the temperatures are warming up. Going to be up into the 50s and low 60s by the weekend, so everybody's got gardening fever. And there's a lot of stuff that you can garden out or get ready to garden, get your beds ready. Again, as we talked last week, get those seeds together. And look back at your journal, start that journal, and it will help you along. We'll talk to you today about fertilization, what it does, the different types of it, and what plants need and doesn't need. And I think that'll be helpful to a lot of new gardeners if you don't understand the symbols, the signs, what everything does in fertilization. Now, if you get a question or we get done, you can always go to our website, which is daddypeach.com. Dot com And you can look there and it says, just click on the button that says, ask a question or leave a comment. And we'll be glad to answer your question and get back to you just as soon as possible. Also, while you're there, if you would like to look around at some of our products, that's going to help you. would be great. So take your time just to go through and look at everything that what we have to offer in your gardening or your landscaping needs. And we do have a product that will fit just about anything you're looking for. Well, let's go into it. A lot of people buy commercial fertilizer. You've been used to using that or you start out using that or mom, dad, grandpa says, well, you know, you go down to the store and the garden center or wherever and pick you up a bag of 10-10-10 fertilizer. Let's talk about what the 10-10-10 means and what it really is. So what does 10-10-10 really mean? Well, you have three of your macronutrients. Now, in order to grow a plant, there's actually 17 different types of nutrients, at least, that you need to have present in the right amounts to make a plant do its optimum growth and blooming, producing fruit, have healthy roots. And we're going to take you through some of that right now. MPK, that is your, again, your macronutrients. These are the big ones. These are the ones that make things happen. So let me explain to you first one. Your first number is always the N in your numbers, which is nitrogen. You'll see it sometime where it says 10, 10, 10, or you'll see N-P-K. Your first one, the N stands for nitrogen. Nitrogen is what gets the show basically started. It's kind of the building block for all your stems, your leaves, and gets the plant going. It's also necessary for the part of the chlorophyll, which makes the leaves green and helps the plants photosynthesize. So nitrogen is a big one. Now, we'll talk a little bit later. They are different nitrogen and what we like to call feeders on the plants. Some of the plants require a lot of nitrogen or the term heavy feeder. Some doesn't take as much. So we want to talk about that here shortly. Your next one or your P is phosphorus. Phosphorus is needed to help develop the flowers, the fruit, and the root systems of a plant. So phosphorus is a biggie. Phosphorus is one that does not kind of go away in the soil. A plant will usually only uptake what it needs of that and then leaves the rest behind. Unlike nitrogen, nitrogen is usually used up or anything to scatter like a lot of people used to. We call top dressing when we throw out fertilizer like on a pasture or something. Nitrogen will release back into the air. You do know that our atmosphere is four fifths nitrogen, so it will combine back with that. We'll talk some more about that here, maybe not today, but on another segment of why that the soil needs to be correct 
in order to use some of the nitrogen that's already around the plant. So we have nitrogen, which is the end now. We use it to get the plant off. We do the stem, the leaves, help photosynthesize. They're part of the chlorophyll, which makes the leaves green. We have the phosphorus, which is needed desperately for developing flowers, which is develop your fruits and the root system. Now we go into the next K or potassium. So K is the symbol for potassium. So NPK. So when you see K, you can think of potassium. And potassium does this. It keeps your roots healthy. It also aids in flowers and fruits, and it helps the plant. Now, here's the big one. To tolerate stress, such as drought. Now, when a plant goes through stress, and we talk, I know you've heard me talk about before, like when you go to the garden center and you pick up a six-pack of pepper plants and you take them out of that six-pack, you kind of take your thumbs and break the roots up a little bit and you plant it into your raised bed or pan it directly into your garden. That few days is stress. What it is, it's getting used to the surrounding again and it does put some stress on the plant. Now, they usually overcome it with the right soil, the right temperature, the right surrounding, and it does fine. So again, potassium helps that. It helps make that transition. And that's what we're after. We're after that healthy plant. So we start out with the nitrogen as part of it. Let's get that healthy plant going. Phosphorus, we need to get those flowers, the fruit. That root system's got to be good. If we don't have a good root system, we're not going to have a good plant above the ground. That's where you uptake your nutrients to the root system. You uptake your oxygen from the soil. You also uptake the water. So we want a healthy root system. And that's one thing that you will see that does aid in doing that is the potassium. So NPK, remember that. Nitrogen is the N, phosphorus is the P, potassium is the K. And these are the three most important macronutrients you can have in growing a plant. Now, well, I talked about heavy feeders when we talked about nitrogen. We're still going to get back to that one. But what I want to do is take just a little bit more time on the numbers that you see on the back. And for instance, tried and true garden fertilizer, people's used it for years. One thing that we don't have a lot of people doing that people should do is take soil samples and actually see what nutrients, macronutrients your soil needs. And you can do that by going to your local extension office and you get a soil kit, come back, take some samples of your soil. It tells you how to take it in several different places and then send it off. Or you can take it back to the extension office. They'll send it off for you and let the uh, extension service know what you're planning on growing in this soil. Would that be, okay, I'm going to do a lawn, but I want to see what I need to grow my lawn correctly. I'm doing a raised bed, and these are the type of vegetables I would like to achieve there. And then when your report comes back, it will give you what you need to do to bring that soil up to the optimum nutrient level to grow those vegetables. Also, it will give you a pH, which is, again, Plants all have a different pH. Vegetables have one. Nursery stock has another. Some tolerate lower. Some tolerate higher. For instance, a blueberry bush likes a real low pH, which is 4, 4.5, which works well. 7 is neutral. Most of your garden vegetables like between 6 and 7. So if you send that report in, you say, okay, I'm growing vegetables in my raised bed. It comes back and your pH is 5.5. They're going to recommend the amount of blind that you need to add to that and to get it up into that level of 6 to 7, 6.5. Now, pH is a thing that unlocks the soil for those roots to uptake the nutrients. pH, you can say, is kind of like your fork 
at the dinner plate. If your hands were tied behind your back and nobody could feed you, but yet food was all around you, you wouldn't do very well. Uh, in fact, you tried just to take, let's say, your head and bob and get enough to eat and you couldn't get it into your mouth, then you would actually starve or be puny and you wouldn't do well at all. Same thing with a low pH when a plant needs a higher pH. And it's the exact opposite if a plant needs a lower pH and it's in higher pH soil. Now, if you do have that problem, say you wanted to plant blueberry bushes, but your pH is six and a half to seven, then again, the extension service is going to recommend that you add something like sulfur. Sulfur will actually lower the pH. So lime is good for raising pH. Sulfur is good for lowering pH. And there's other things too, but I'm just giving you an example. So anyhow, we're NPK and keep in mind pH. Those are all terms that you need to look at and do take time to take those soil samples, especially now when it's just the start of gardening season. And it will help you to make sure that you do have the optimum fruiting, the optimum flowering, the optimum growth on your plants and they'll be healthy and produce what you would like for them to have. All right, let's back to the 10, 10, 10 now. 10, 10, 10. That means that you have a bag here that you've taken home and it has 10% nitrogen, 10% phosphorus, and 10% potassium. Now we're talking about a chemically made fertilizer that you buy at the store that'll actually have those parts in little uh, round prills or it'll all be mixed together and it'll look kind of like a uh, little prills of the same color, gray color. But what's in the other 70%? Well, it could be ground stone. It could be some type of a limestone, one or the other. But you're only paying for 30% nutrients, but you're buying 100% in a bag. This is where the difference between organic fertilizer and commercial fertilizer differs. And you take our Daddy Pete's composted dairy manure. Now, even though our NPK may be lower, but when you apply that to your soil or you put it in your gardens or you around your shrubs and tree, number one, you're not going to burn anything with it. Like you could over-apply this fertilizer, have a drought, or over-apply period, and then the plant starts uptaking too much nitrogen, and you could actually burn the roots or burn the plant itself. Where you wouldn't with a organic fertilizer. The organic fertilizer releases slower, but not only are you doing that when you look at that parts of MPK, you're actually adding organic matter to the soil. Now, with the red clay we have around here, the more organic matter we can add to it, the more it helps it keep from being so hard, water running off of it, or it being so sticky, and it opens that soil up and lets air get in, which again, we talked about your root system needs that something that's going to hold water, something that's going to provide air, and those will do that. Now, red clay, a lot of people do not like that, and we have it here, but if you take an organic amendment, mix that clay with it, you actually have one of the better soils that's ever, probably ever been produced, to be honest with you. But do keep in mind, you need to amend soils, especially if nowhere, makes no difference where you're at. Let's just say we're on the coast, and we have sandy soil. Well, sandy soil is one thing, but water passes through it quick. Now, yes, you do get the drainage, unlike clay, but you have nothing there to help hold nutrients. Again, this is a good time to apply our compost 
dairy manure into that sand. Mix those two together, you got a great growing soil. Unlike the red clay, we're trying to open that up with the sandy soils. We're trying to actually close up some of the pores in there and make it hold moisture longer, make it hold nutrients longer. So there is a soil and there's a reason for every different soil pipe across the Carolinas. And that's one thing we do have. We go from the rockier type and we go into the loamy type. The red clay is abundant. And then we go into sandy soil. But every soil needs to have something done to it to pull it back into what I like to call uh, the optimum soil for a plant to grow in. Once you achieve that and you get all the microbial activity going on, it takes less of the NPK added to it because now it's actually using some of the things natural, like the nitrogen from the air. The roots are taking more water. They're uptaking more air. So it just makes a healthier plant all around. So anyway, that's just a little bit on soils and why. And I want to talk next time on the difference in compost, why that you use some, a test that you can use at home to make sure you're making a good compost if you're doing that. Or if you've bought it, you can do this and it takes just several days and something as simple as planting a seed and see how it reacts uh, before you use that on your whole beds or in your pots or in your row gardens. Now, that's one thing that we uh, do pride ourselves on at Daddy Pete's. We do go by strict rules. We do go by tests, and we keep stringent books on everything that we do. And that's why if you buy a bag of Daddy Pete this year, it's going to be the same as it was last year. Now, all of our dairy manure that we use in our mixes and all come from our own cows, and that's a big plus. So, yes, and you want to know, do we still have the dairy? We certainly do. We are still milking dairy cows, providing milk. And so we do know we're all of that comes from, we do the composting, we know how that works. And it is checked. Temperatures are checked stringently to make sure everything is hot enough during the composting process to kill the non-beneficial part of like E. coli or different types of things where if you will find in a raw type of setting of manures or some of these different waste products that you've seen, that's why we like to stay with the natural manure instead of a waste product. And then one once it gets to its optimum temperature for so many times, and then we have a product that we can send to you that is full of beneficial microbes, it's going to help you. Again, you can allow this to heat too much, like over 160, 165 degrees, then we start killing beneficial microbes. We don't want that to happen. So we want to make sure that it goes over to kill any bacteria that might be harmful and we do that and we actually take it two or three steps farther and when we're saying that it needs to go this long and it needs to be turned this many times and to reheat we do it more just to make sure that we send a product out that is safe for you and your family to use and we've been doing this over 30 years so we do appreciate each and every one of you that buys our product i hope this has kind of give you just a little bit of insight and make you think on when next time you see a bag that says 10 10 10 or if it says let's just say it says 10 20 20 that means it's 10 percent nitrogen 20 percent phosphorus 20 potassium or k mpk remember that and those percent Percentages will always be in that number. The first number will be nitrogen. The second will be phosphorus. The third will be potassium. So that's just something just to kind of jot down and keep that in your brain. Okay. Well, again, I certainly have enjoyed being here. Please go to our website. 
and view some of our past podcasts on we do archive those they're titled you can click on them and listen to them again if you see something that you're thinking about also as i said earlier look around our products see what we do have to offer you if you have any questions about that give us a call or hit that button and ask that question we'll get back to you on that also look at our history how long we've been around we've been around since 1907 our slogan is we help you grow and you guys have heard me say this time and time again i said exactly what we intend to do by trying to educate maybe some of you guys are just now starting into the gardening and right now gardening is more critical than it ever has been for your family produce a good food or a good fruit or even the herbs that you're using you know make sure that we do get something that you know where it came from you know that's not tainted with chemicals and you can set it out to your family and feel good about it well until next time i certainly have a enjoyed myself today talking with you and hope you have and i guess we'll see you the next time on gardening with daddy pete this is your host melvin york happy gardening thank you for joining today's gardening with daddy pete you can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com you can also join us on amazon apple or spotify